Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's Thursday. It's your favourite podcast. It is the Five at the Back podcast. Best back five in Merseyside. It is only four of us today, uh, and is in America doing various different jobs and things. I'm here joined with Tom. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I've also got Liam to my right. Hello. And producer Ben. Oh, <laughs> I apologise for Tom's introduction. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. Let's Hello, never ever do that again. Okay. Um, Hello, everyone. Yeah, that's, that's, that's better. better. <laughs> that's better. Um, a few topics to run through today. We have, of course, if you're following the socials, if you're not, obviously, please do. Um, we've asked for some questions from you guys. Do you want to just give the socials there? That's oh, what yeah, I'm a little plug. From yeah, last yeah, episode. yeah, a little, a little five at the back pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yes. Yes, we're on, yes. We're on, yeah. we're on we'll TikTok now. Yeah, we we're on TikTok. We'll um, we do there. some dances and stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've been asking for some questions. We've uh, created some ourselves as well. Just a kind of general sit down, debate, conversation between us. Um, yeah, uh, some of the topics we're going to be covering today is the development and future of women's football. Mm-hmm. Issues surrounding Liverpool and their era of dominance, if you will. Um, and also want to touch on the highest peak of a striker that we have seen. We're also going to be doing a new game brought in by our very own Ben and, of course, finish off with a Who Am I? Should we get started with the game? Stunning, yeah. Yes. Let's go for it. Please explain Um, it to us. So this game is inspired by uh, anyone who knows of Max Russian and Barry Glendening. Um, We know that there's a game called Culver House that is played. Uh, It's basically where they name random and obscure footballers um, from sort of their era. And there's not really any rules to it. but the last person to say Ian Culverhouse, the former Norwich player, wins. We're not going to play Culverhouse, but what we are going to do is we're going to play like a sudden death knockout of football mm. commentators. Commentator. Oh, because I think there's such I think there's such an interesting genre interesting. of human being because <laughs> you hear their names all the time and you see them up on the thing. You're, oh, today's you know tonight's commentate commentary team da 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 and da 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 and you hear their names all the time and you hear their voices in everything and. You can't put names to faces. You can't put, but somewhere in the depths of your brain, you will have. I hope so. I'm gonna struggle. With commentators in your head. Oh, a lot of them are bad. Though. I'm so struggling. The way, we, the way we're gonna do it, we're gonna go around the room. Okay, I'm gonna start, or whoever's least confident is gonna start. Jordan, you're not looking. Particularly, I'm, I'm not. Uh, listen, uh, I listen to football with classical music on, so to really understand the game. Uh, so. Watching Spurs. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really turn. listen to But yeah, I know you'll know at least I'll a couple start. of Yeah, yeah, I'll, so, start, I'll, start, I'll start. Um, Jordan will start. Okay. It will move around to Tom, then to Liam, then to me. And you've basically got as many seconds as the rest of the group decides okay. as hesitation. Um, and yeah, we will just keep naming football commentators. <laughs> Strictly commentators, yeah? Strictly no commentators. Okay. Well, well, people who you would expect to see on a commentary. In the gantry, as in they the, say. In the, yeah. in the gantry. Find themselves in there. In the gantry. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, are we ready? Do we want to... Shall I start? Jordan, please. I'm going to start off with Sam Matterface. Okay. I'm going to go for who I think is one of the most underrated ones, um, Andy Townsend. Yeah, I like that. England Heritage. Mm. Guy Mowbray? Yeah. Yeah. Ian Hawthorne. Ooh. Clyde Tildesley. John Watson. He was in the intro. Just get it in early. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, We'll go go big. Peter Drew. Um, The poet. Steve McManaman. Oh, yeah, that's a good God. one. Um, He's on there. John Hartson. Ah, Darren like Fletcher. Yeah, not to be confused. Not to be confused. Yeah. Scottish midfielder. 
Ian Dark. Oh, God. <laughs> you know uh, it's a bad game when Ian Dark's struggling. My yeah. man, Jermaine Genus. Genus. Um, I'll go for genuinely worst commentator I've ever heard in, in the gantry, Dion Dublin. Oh, Ooh, Martin Tyler oh. is right there. <laughs> Robbie Savage. Ooh. No, that's uh, another oh, one. What a, what a oh, what a hero. I'm struggling there. Uh, Gary Weaver. Oh, look, you know your stuff. You've been researching. You've been that's the thing, yeah. It's been reading Wikipedia list. <laughs> um, Ali McQuist. Uh, nice. Let's go big Gary. Gary Neville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Ray Hudson. Nice. Um... Ooh, I'm struggling a bit here. Jamie Carragher. Shit, that was mine. Um, you can make a deal with the devil. Guy <laughs> Moby's been said, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Alan Smith? Yeah, I'll let you up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm making the deal with the devil. Andy Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Ali McCoist. Uh, he said Already that. been said. Oh. Get out. Get, get out. Get out. Get out. Well, I think I'm fucked. I think no. we'll leave it there. I'll, I'll go for True Geordie <laughs> as well. And uh, what's this, this mate? I should have gone for uh, Alex, Alex Scott. Uh, Lawrence. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that counts. <laughs> yeah. I'll take a humble joint first. Yeah. Oh, there we are. Yeah, uh, we that was I like that. Yeah. yeah. I just thought. Just, I like it. It's just a funny breed of human beings. Like, all the ones right now just Andy Hinchcliffe. Andy Hinchcliffe, yeah. Charlotte Hinchcliffe. Ruined my night. Charlotte Hinchcliffe. Shocking. You know what they say about daughters with Anyway, right. Not only... Shall we crack on with some questions? Please. Okay. Take us through. I'm going to start with a question based on the greatest club this world has ever seen, Liverpool Football Club, with Jack Lynch asking, is Liverpool's Quotation marks, error, over. I'm going to say, yes, we're shit. Can I ask what you are defining as your era as well, by the way? Probably 2017 to 2020, 21. If no. we're talking... 20, we, we, we were four off a quadruple last season. Okay, 22. All right, the last f- five years then. So, yeah. 70 to 22. Um, simply put, the players can't do it anymore. They're not fit enough, ever. And they don't run anymore. So, it's over. It's like... A, it's like... It's... Heartbreaking, honestly. <laughs> I, I find this very. I think about this every day. <laughs> well, I imagine you do. It, it's. Yeah. I think about it every day as well. Like we're going to offer Firmino a new contract for different reasons. You know, the guy reasons. who keeps getting injured and can't run. Great. Yeah. Like what? What? What reason would we have to give him a new contract other than his reputation? Because he's not showing up. He, he has been. Yeah, but he's he been like your best player when he's not been injured, though. He's getting old. He's getting old, but it's. It, yeah. You look at clubs like. Man City and the, the way they do business. Yeah. It just doesn't... But it's also hard to, to ever use them as a reference purely because the financial backing that they have. No one else is really... Apart from maybe like four or five clubs around the world, no one can be... Like, no one on earth is going to loan out Yao Cancelo. I paid 65 million for him and like three seasons later, loan him out with, with probably an option what to I buy. would say, but you, yeah, you and Ben know a lot more as Liverpool. I felt like um, they planned to get to the top but didn't know didn't plan to sustain it. Yeah. That's why it's a great... Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, It feels to me as an outsider very much like the Inter Milan uh, Conte recent success where it was like, let's do everything we can to ensure a trophy, to ensure success and don't really have to plan for after like what you you used to say, Liam. So like with the Inter Milan Mm -hmm. thing, it's like their highest expenditure... I'm pretty sure ever in a season um, and kind of brought in this serial winner in Conte mm-hmm. just to say like, please just win. Like what, like similar what to like what Tottenham have tried to do. And it seems like 
you've kind of got to that peak under Klopp now where I'm not sure where you go from here. Mm. Um, I think whether it's a case I of like reinvestment or, or what, I just don't mm -hmm. see where you go. I'm not sure the Inter Milan point is entirely accurate because that that was more like like what Klopp has come in and done. Like Inter Milan were kind of already... And it was more of a short-term Yeah, it was, it short -term was more of a short-term. Yeah. I think Klopp has, has come in and you've got like... We have been regardless of what people are going to say about only one league title, only one Champions League, which I do think is a, it's, it's a blotch on, on the era that we've not repeated anything. But at the end of the day, we have, we have been either the best or the second best side in the country for the last, what, five or six years, barring 2020-21. And I think, I think we did plan long-term and the project was long-term, but I do think, yeah, I, I, I think it's run its course to an extent. But at the same time, I also think football football fans are very, very quick to jump on things. Mm. And I think people are sort of saying it's the almost almost as if like we've had our time and now we're just going to go back to mediocrity again. But it's mm. like there's still a squad and a, uh, a structure in place that only is maybe a couple of good transfer windows away and some new co some new approaches away yeah. from from not being too far away again. I think it'd be okay. very naive um, of the Liverpool board or just Liverpool in general to go, uh, we've had our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I think Klopp especially has shown if you believe in the structure <laughs> and you provide that tools very quickly. It, for example, Ten Hag this season. Mm backed him straight away. Everyone's believed in his principles and we've had an upturn in results mm. straight away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think if you can back a system and a structure, you can reinvent. I'd, I'd like thing, to like, go on, go on. The only thing I'm interested in and intrigued as is to see how sustainable Klopp's system is. Which we've seen Obviously, twice now. Twice. That it isn't. A lot of people can say it can be a myth, but it is interesting to see that's happened again at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Mm. I mean, I think there comes a point where it's like, if it's not sustainable after seven seasons, like fair enough. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not, yeah, every, yeah. not every not every form of football is going to be eternal and be able to be implemented in every single aspect of you know. He's he he has his success and he comes, but I personally would like to see Klopp change his methods or at least alter his methods. I'm not saying I don't think they're doesn't need to be changed because if we keep on going the way we're going we're never going to make top four again under Klopp mm -hmm. but there's been attempts to go to four four two, to go to diamonds to sort of there's a little flirt with three at the back temporarily and actually our best performances this season have come in a four four two. yet yeah. he just seems hell bent on this four three three, and pressing with people with players that can't press that can't do it <laughs> yeah I mean we, uh, a whole other issue is FSG but Absolutely, I yeah, don't, you know, I don't know if that warrants. We do have a question on that, don't worry. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, clearly, haven't still recovered from Mane leaving. It's just like this massive hole of quality is just gone, and you feel it. And it, I guess, in a way, he was so underrated when he was with us. In in a way, like compared to Salah, I, d I don't think I don't, we're in any different know. position with Mane this season. Do you reckon? No, I don't know. I think it's. I miss him. I just come back, Sadio, please. Come back. I miss him as well, but yeah. he, I, I, don't think, I don't think he wins us the games that we've lost or even gets us much closer in the games that we've lost sorely this season, in mm. my opinion. I'd compare it as well because a lot of people say about Mane's pressing. 
Bruno Fernandes last year, when not like the other the other players in the attack or midfield couldn't really press, he was trying to do it all himself. It doesn't really, it's not effective if it's on his own. But obviously, Mane's goal contribution and from the left. I think Good. the biggest issue is we have, and this will come on to the FSG point. We have not, we've not replaced Wijnaldum since he left, yeah. and we have pretty much watched Milner, Henderson, Fabinho all age and go past their past their prime. I mean, Milner was past his prime before he even got to us. <laughs> yeah. But watched Henderson and Fabinho have their primes, go past that and then dip in form without even, without really huffing, you know, like, hmm. yeah, there was sure many. Yeah, there was, you know, this Bellingham thing. But we, we've we just sat back and, and watched other teams progress and watched targets get away. And I can't help but think that that's FSG. Yeah, I think limiting us there. I and Klopp not wanting to come out and publicly, publicly say things. Yeah, but well, I, I don't know. We'll roll it onto the. I next think that's stuff that will come out yeah. afterwards. Yeah, because Paddy Allen's asked to what extent are FSG responsible for the ongoing on-field issues at Liverpool? Um, solely responsible. Solely. 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 We don't have a. Have, we don't have a physio. We're, we're delegating roles to other people because we don't have enough staff. We're supposed to be one of the best clubs in the world. We're not paying attention to this. Why? You don't have enough. You don't have a physio. Yeah, Jurgen Klopp is making decisions on players from when he thinks they come back. This is now his role. I have also. I, ha- I didn't. Re- to be fair, I didn't realize that. But I did also see something. We've had seventeen hamstring injuries this season. Yeah, which. It's probably because the the drug testing got boosted up for the World Cup and you lot stopped taking PEDs and stuff. Yeah, whatever. I mean, asthma gate. I was a bit dramatic. Not solely (laughs) responsible. There's clearly elements. It's just you get sick of. How can we not make business in the window? Yeah, they blame COVID. Everyone went through. Everyone went through the same. It's not. It's it's not solely FSG. No, it's not. No. Klopp. uh, There is responsibility on Klopp and 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 Linders in terms of being able to make tweaks. Mm. I'm not saying that we should be challenging for the title this season given our circumstances and given other people's financial circumstances. But we should we're we we have the squad still for a top four easy comfortable top top four challenge. Not with the way Newcastle are playing. I I, I, just... I disagree. And I, I think Klopp has been too stubborn and mm. I think has made poor tactical choices in games at times. Um, yeah, uh, Jordan, yeah. where do you? Oh, yeah, go I'm on. interested to sort of because you're someone who knows a thing or two about um, frustrating <laughs> <Bad> ownership. <laughs> frustrating <laughs> ownership. He's not even bad, Dan. He's just mediocre. But where, like where do you brother, see? Because I know brother. that I know that Tottenham fans, <laughs> not just you, but Tottenham fans generally heap a great deal of the blame for what's happened at Tottenham. Yes, onto Levy and onto Joe Lewis. Yeah, or well, wherever the fuck that man is. <laughs> um. Yeah, where, how do you sort of <laughs> so compare FSG to the the the, 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 the difficulty is with Tottenham is we have a very strange kind of belief that we are fan base. We have a very str- everything about Tottenham is strange. Let's put that. Up there. So, yeah, we've never ever been a normal. Nothing about us makes sense. <laughs> we're like the biggest small team, but the smallest mm. big team mm. ever. Yeah, we're not really challengers, but we're like too much. We're too good for like. The other like tier of the thing we're like we we've never really made sense 
Um, Never know what you're getting this first. No, no. Which has always been entertaining, yeah, to be fair. Uh, definitely for, for the neutral. neutral yeah. For a neutral, it's been entertaining because some days you turn up just, and, and you've got... Just quickly, like with, with Danny Levy, especially from the documentary, like you could see how much, how much he loves the club. But you <laughs> he s- fucking doesn't. But you can see he's no, there he every day doesn't. with the no, players. No, oh, that, good then. A man turned up to his job. He was there every day wow. in the documentary. Yeah. But also, oh, shock. Right, right. A man, man comes into the Amazon Prime documentary as owner of club. Well, the issue is he looked too close. Do you know who Daniel Levy is? And sits down at breakfast with a few of the players. <laughs> do, you, do you know Jack Daniel Levy? Not personally, no. Da- do you know his job role? He is Joe Lewis's accountant. Right. His role is to make Joe Lewis and Enoch money. That is his job. But he Enoch, is their accountant. It always seems like it, it always seemed like he was t- too close to, to the club and too close to the players. And st- Daniel Daniel Levy, like from what I've saw in the documentary, strange character as well. It's just the whole club's weird, man. The whole mm. club's full of weirdos. Paratishi's basically you go in prison. <laughs> and we've just come out and just not said anything about it. Um, the whole so so Enoch took over in two thousand and one. Yeah, we've won one trophy since then. Which, regardless of who you are and what you what what you believe, where you believe your club should be, is a failure. Like you you can't argue with that. It's it's one trophy in twenty two years. It's awful. It's horrible. I mean, um, it- considering the. And and it's easy to say, oh, Tottenham got no trophy. We're like, I, I don't know the stats. We're like at least sixth or seventh most successful club in England. Mm. We have a history, and and we've always been, we've we've never been an elite club, but we've always been willing to w- w- win trophies. And you used to have the FA Cup record, didn't you? Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. So th- the weird thing about Enoch and, and and what I see the similarities to to um to to FSG is the sense that there's never really. There's always seems like interior uh, ulterior motives. So I, I know with Enoch, I know it's Joe, yeah. Lu- uh, Joe Lewis and, and, and Daniel Levy is designed. They are a business. That's the whole reason we've moved out of White Hart Lane. Season before we moved out of White Hart Lane, we went unbeaten at home. Mm. There was a fortress there with challenging for leagues. We then finished second in the league and didn't buy anyone for 18 months. Mm. Mm. Um, so and, and the, the, going back to FSG, the, the similar similarities I see there, sorry, is it, it seems like they almost feel like they've done what they could, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, something that's sort of never really quite sat right with me with FSG, and there's been a lot of people that have, there's been a lot of people that have loved FSG, so-called top reds. <laughs> top reds. One of them sitting Not in this room hey, right now. Yes. Top reds. <laughs> 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 nice, nice Liverpool club. Steve Clark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Steve um, Clark. But is the fact that they, first and foremost, are owners of the Boston Red Sox, Yes, that is their thing. That is their bag. That is their what they have made their money from, and what John Henry loves, and what they have made all their name for mm-hmm. and from. Liverpool was a a UK venture. Is a UK venture. Yeah, yeah. They've come in. I think they bought us for three hundred million pounds from Hicks and Gillette in two thousand eleven or two thousand ten. Yeah, around that period of time. Um, You're worth like, and we're now, and, now and now it looks as if. Rightly or wrongly, we're going to go to the Qataris, to the Saudis, to somewhere in the Middle East hmm. for upwards of three point five billion. That is like on their behalf. They've had an absolute blind eye. In yeah. football, in football terms these days, and in business terms, that is that's they've an done absolute amazing. Joke. They've got yeah. like a, what, a, a thousand percent. Oh, look what they did with the training center, yeah. continuing to build the stadium. There is positives from them being there, like especially with the training center. Um, I think that's so important for the development of our players, mm-hmm. even if our youth development isn't quite. Well, where th- this it is, be. and I think this is where it comes back to Liam's point of: is is there a structure in place for sustain- sustainability? Because under 
under new, under ownership of that level that has grown our commercial our, our, our value that much you would expect a better academy by now you'd expect yeah. more prospects to have come through into the first team than Curtis Jones and Trent Alexander-Arnold mm. in in that time which is realistically the only two people that have and Curtis Jones is hardly a success um, have you seen the t- sorry have you seen the tweet well, take, people take going nap. back to the tweet that he said he's like our oh, next season oh, I want 10 goals and 10 assists <laughs> zero yeah, like the, the quality <laughs> of the players when you consider Hale End with Arsenal when you consider Man City's yeah. academy Chelsea's academy yeah. Chelsea's academy like it is it, that's concerning we're behind and that is when you're not spending as regularly like as irregularly as we are Mm. You need academy products coming through of yeah. high quality, and we're not producing that. No, whereas no. Arsenal are, Chelsea are. Because obviously Michael them. Edwards left, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and am I right in saying his replacement was only in there for like two months, three months? Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then left. Yeah. So it's like if their plan was to you just all right, you worked. I think he worked under Edwards, didn't he? I yes. Think. Yeah, he and did. And then yeah, he yeah. moved up. And That's then right, if yeah. within a month or so he's gone, <laughs> yeah, you think well. <laughs> No, the operation's fucked. It, it, it feels it's, ca- it's it feels chaos off the pitch and chaos on the pitch. Julian right. Ward, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that name rings the bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a worrying time. I don't know where we're heading. I think that's the issue. Mm. It's it, yeah, you, you could it. genuinely go either way. Yeah, but also just a quick thing on on kind of ownership and tying up whole oh, FSG and, and Enoch and everything. The way football is going, the whole like realistically, by the next ten years, I'd say a huge percentage of at least the Premier League, if not the big five European clubs, will be owned by states, will be owned by huge powers. It's going to be Middle, e- Middle East and America. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be as close to the Super League as, as yeah. was first really reported. Yeah. Right. So I feel like a lot of teams now are kind of buying their time until they get a pay- payout. And it's kind of like, oh, should we invest? I'm not quite sure. And that's why, the, it's why the Glazers are going now. Yeah. They have literally, what, uh, there's not a penny they can spend now. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. we have that maxed be... out the company credit card. No, literally, they have. Yeah. Get there's the club card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, card they've, decline, got, yeah. they've cost the club oh. 900 million and we're still paying off transfers. The stadium is rotting. <laughs> Carrington is the same as it was in 2005 when <laughs> they came here. Yeah. The point you make there, Jordan, would be incredibly on brand and and fit in nicely with the way FSG have acted which is sort of spending money at the level to which just at that right level where you can't yeah, quite yeah. you can't quite criticise not, exactly the not giving us. the manager money mm-hmm. exactly the same of us but not to the point where you're going oh fucking hell like they've invested in Klopp yeah, 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 they've, yeah. they've given him another chance to go and go and succeed yeah, and yeah. like you say that would be t- towards the point of we've done everything we've putting everything we want yeah. now we're just sitting and waiting yeah. it's, it's so hard for us to rationalise as fans yeah. but this mm-hmm. is yeah. a business to people Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like if you became a billionaire tomorrow and you went and bought like a, a croquet team you, you don't have a you, you don't feel it inside like you don't care about croquet hmm. you can see it in an investment that's what these people are well I like, think I'd, you'd hope um, especially from my experience you know, and you think because people say oh Glazer's a really good businessman yeah but you've spent <laughs> how much money com- we spent as much as City have yeah I haven't won a trophy for six years. Haven't won the league since 2013. Mm. So there's investment, but you've also got to hope. It needs to be good investment. A good investment, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. let football people rule the football club, not you. That's the thing. Uh, well, I see a tweet yesterday that when Mourinho came into us uh, in 2020, mm. everyone was saying, "Oh, he's been backed properly, properly." Not a single player from that thing is still at the club. Uh, uh, are still like in in the squad right now, mm. as in they've been loaned out. Ter- Doherty had been terminated. Vinicius is gone, Bale's gone, Roden's out on loan. It's, it's like... Th- I think, honestly, I don't know how you feel. 
Um, but honestly, I think you should. I feel sad. I feel like you should have sure. backed Mourinho. Yeah, of course. But I think they should have backed Solskjaer personally. No. I, I think <laughs> I think that he had a limit. I think he, you can only go so far with the way we were playing. I think we needed to step up in terms of yeah. coaching, in terms of quality. Oh, I, I, I say this as in like I say this in hindsight. No, I say this in hindsight, knowing that like Ten Hag is, is mm. will be brilliant for United. Yeah, he will I think be. I think I think Solskjaer was pretty unfairly treated. I think it I was think the Glazers' yeah. tr- attempt at appeasing the fans because I knew for a while we weren't going to have a go at Solskjaer mm. it, yeah. bought, it bought yeah, them time yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think, I I think what, what this conversation to bring it sort of all round to an end has, has shown us is the ownership of, of football as a sport is is not going in a good direction no, no. Um, football itself it's why, it's why it's uh, Gary Neville and the yeah. like are all calling out for regulators yeah we're not saying anything yeah. new there but I think it's something that is slowly starting to drip fit, drip down yeah. certainly mm. to us but to, to to sort of fans it, it will be broadly more, as well. Be I mean, more, a bit of the actual effect of what this is going to, you know. As a bit of a football purist, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have more issues with the clubs that are dying than the clubs that are thriving. Yeah, yeah. that was poetic. That's yeah. the problem. I like that. Oh, he is a football purist. Okay, fair yeah. enough. He is a football purist. That was poetic. Whole City Tigers. <laughs> We're talking about Whole City Tigers. <laughs> no. Why are you just making Cardiff's kick red when all the fans have said no? Next no, question. Next question. This question comes from Luke. Shout out to Luke because he's uh, a close mate of mine and uh, I didn't include his question in our last Q&A and he was very upset with me. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, Luke. Luke, uh, Luke's question is, with Deitch likely to operate a 4-4-2 at Everton, yes. how would you set up his side? I'm, I want to fall 11. Full 11. Well, we're going Pickford in goal, of course. Uh, Asma Begovic, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Friend, friend of the podcast, yeah, yeah. Asma Begovic. Um, if you do want to check out uh, a wonderful interview conducted by our very own Tom, yes, go on, uh, go on his Twitter. Great um, interview with, with the man, Asma. He was a lovely man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Asma. Uh, Everton, Pickford and goal, definitely. Pickford and goal. And then I'd go for Nathan yeah. Patterson at right back because Seamus yeah. Coleman has yes. done. Yes, yes, yes. The centre back pairing is perfect for Dyche. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. He's got Tarkowski back. He fell out with Tarkowski, though. How can you? F- how do they fall out? I don't know. Just over some. I don't know. Oh, that, that gravel. Neither of them tell his words. Who gets to eat the last well, bit of gravel? Hypothetically, Tarkovsky and Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Mikalenko yeah. left back. Yeah. I like Mikalenko's been struggling, apparently. They're I not like accusing him. him, but. Yeah. Why are they going to play left back? I've liked him from what yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you've got um, well Fingy as well. If you want to go more defensive, you've got. Leighton Baines. Bring him back. Is he coaching the reserves team? Yeah, he is, yeah. What is his name? Oh, I don't know. The centre back, Mason Holgate. No, Godfrey. 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 Yeah, yeah. he can play across the back. Okay, four. yeah, I like um, that. And then uh, what are we going? Four, four, if we're to a four four two, then. yeah. Uh, you want Damari Gray on the left? Yeah, yeah. There's room for McNeil if he can get. But again, apparently yeah. another person. McNeil is probably better in a four four two. But I, I do McNeil also think I like McNeil. McGray has been really probably their best. Him and Awobi probably been their best player. I like Damari Gray a lot. You want I want Anana there. Anana and. Definitely a Nana. A Wobi. Potentially a Wobi. Yeah. But could he play in a midfield two Gar- though? Is it Garner? Garner? You want him but it's shades of... I can't believe I'm saying this, right? It's shades <laughs> of Cork and Westwood at Burnley. Oh, that, why, <laughs> when has anyone ever said that in a positive light? Oh, yeah, on oh, the shades of Cork and that Westwood. That might be the first time ever on a podcast <laughs> that, that Jack Cork and Ashley Westwood have been mentioned. And let's make it the last, please. That, yeah, why have you said honestly. that? Because it's very similar to the dynamic. Why, why not? I, I think in the midfield which too. Which way? Which one? Do we none of them. Jack, ha- none of them. Have like cool. Names, do they? You don't. Know, you didn't watch enough Burnley. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is very passionate. Oh, Nana's physical, but his tackling ain't great. He's very I like it. He's I, very I, I said. I said. I've as soon as. Go on, every sorry, time yeah. I've watched him, my my whole thing is as soon as like 
I genuinely think there's a really, really good player. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, he, he's really long. He's really rangy. He's just, for me, his passing's a little bit rash. But I'll say it. He's say, very young, though, isn't he? He's like 20, 21. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm saying both as Jordan. I'm, I'm moved by I, him. I really like lot. him. Like, yeah. he, I've seen, I think it's testament to him that Arsenal have been linked with him this window. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm guessing you haven't seen his Instagram post as well. He was like, I'm not leaving the ship, basically. He was like, I'm going to yeah, stay. Yeah. stay as good lad. That being said, he will go in the summer, right? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If they go down, he is getting a yeah. first it's flat. Just, I'd team. worry about that midfield too. I don't think they go down. Well, okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, and no, no, uh, as soon as he downloads like a, a passing deal, he's going to be sick. Tom, 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 Tom Davis. Tom Davis. So uh, is it is a gay there at the minute? Yeah, yes, yeah. He'll, he'll probably go, go in. Anana and gay. And then that's push the I wingers think. higher and do like a, a dash, almost like a 4 2 4. Because have you seen, I won't get into it, but have you seen his managerial masterclass? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I have not. It's no. genuinely really good. Like he gets. He's a smart bloke. He's a smart bloke. He sounds like he eats worms, but he doesn't. All right? Yeah. Just you don't eat one. All right, yeah. You don't right, eat one. Right. Right. But as an actual manager, Sounds I think like he's, he's got, got a nature valley bar. We need to talk about this uh, a sad case of their attacking options right now. If you can play on the right as well. Oh, well, I'd um, say it won't. Oh, McNeil. Actually. I think it will be your play. Can McNeil play on the right? He's very left footed. Can Damari get the whole thing? Maybe Damari Gray right if he can. And, and then, then what, it will be just behind Calvert Lewin. Yeah, but is, is Calvert Lewin even fit at the minute? Let's, let's, let, we're um, saying that everyone's fit. If he's fit. We're saying that everyone's fit. Oh, they're, they're, the strikers, honestly. Mope's been Mope. crap. Mope is horrible. Because yeah. other than them two, like, who else have they got? But if you have more, more Have they still got Thank Totham? No. Is he still yeah, thinking about it? No, what? Oh, he can't be. Have they still got Solomon Rondon? I thought he was in Turkey. Rondon just left, I think. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Rondon just left, yeah. But assuming everyone's fit, that's not a horrible team. In Google, Everton squad. Have a look. I'd take as almost like a it's like a four four two, but it won't be. We'll, we'll oh, they signed a Ruben Vinagre, who's a defender. Oh yeah, from um, Wolves. Yeah. Do you know what? What other chance? James Garner's a good shout in midfield. He's Garner's That's a really not bad. Good you know? There is a player I've been keeping tabs on. Uh, Tommy's Tab. Tab. Shout out Tommy's tabs. By the way, Ellis Sims is a pretty decent striker. He was on loan at Sunderland for this half season. They've called him back because he was playing so well. Okay. Hasn't really got a first team chance yet. However, what? if I think if he does, he could be... Does he keep him up, though? No, no, right, no, sorry. I don't want to get... Yeah. Okay. He, he could pop in with a few goals Okay. on a good day. We've, we've right. got... <laughs> on the training ground. That's, that's yeah. the standard we're looking at right now. We've forgotten someone quite quite big in midfield is Abdoulaye Decore. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who I personally oh, yeah, yeah. think is a really good footballer. Yeah. As a box-to-box, I've always yeah. really rated him. In a 4-4-2, he, uh, I, I think he's a good Oh, no, option. no. And, and there's option for Garner and Gay there. Yeah. I'd have Vinagre at left-back as well. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, McNeil, wingers of McNeil and Gray. Um, yeah, and then I'd say Calvert-Lewin and Sims up front. Really? Sims, interesting. Where's the Wobie going? I then? think Sims... Uh, Wobie's got to play. Where's the Wobie going? Oh, I just I can't believe they On the wing. I don't know. Instead of Gray. Tried, I don't care. Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> no, nah, I'd play, probably play a Wobie in, like... Could you play a Wobie in the... Unless Iwobi's play, better in the middle. Unless you play grey wide right and then play Iwobi kind of like left inside, like inside left. But are we, are we saying this is going off a 4 4 2 though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I would want Iwobi behind a fit Calvert Lewin if he's yeah, there. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. think Iwobi would a be A midfield of Decore and Onana. Is Townsend still there? Yeah, he is. I think he might be. He's fucked. He'll give you a screamer against City. Oh, he's always got one screamer. He's done his leg in it. It's like the type of injury you probably won't come back from. Um, But the big question is, do they stay up? Well, this is kind of a question I've got for later. Go for it now, I guess, yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, because my question was basically, because I think the bottom three now is Southampton, Everton and Bournemouth. 
Yeah. Do you think that'll change? Yes. Bournemouth have invested quite a lot. Has anyone seen like they've been yeah keeping, they've, they've done been but, like, teams like, around them. You've got leads, you've got roles. random players. I found that really interesting when obviously Scott Parker left because he wasn't getting investment from the board. Yes, and now, and now they've backed Gary O'Neill, whatever his name is. Gary O'Neill, yeah. Weird. Um, Very strange. Because they've made some good business. Can you remind me who they've signed? Because I've forgotten. There's little Am I going to have to <laughs> Yeah, that's a question. Don't worry, I've got... Uh, they they have signed Antoine Semenyo. They yes. Have yes. Signed the guy from uh, Bristol City. Villarreal. The striker. I don't know his name though. Oh, mm. shit. Yeah. Uh, um, they signed a Tara. I don't think he was from Villarreal. Though. I promise you, we'll fuck no. the fans. Was his name Jackson? Okay. It might have been Jackson. Oh, um, Big Jack. Was it Nico Jackson? Yeah, something along those lines. Uh, Darren Randolph was brought in as well. Oh, that's good. That's gonna <laughs> ah, be... game changer. You know what it stinks <laughs> of though? It stinks of like clever because I, I think it's signings that might keep you up, but if you go to the championship, they're championship ready players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Guitara yeah. as well. That's one I was talking about. Just in... said that one. Yeah. Did you? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But also Southampton have invested as well. We were talking about yeah. it, weren't we? Great with, business with um, Silimana and uh, shout out. On, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Paul Bear. Big Paul. He is Big Paul. Right six for me. Foot seven. Big Paul. I love him. It's very emotional for me. He is. I love the him. man that captained my Millwall side in FIFA 17 all the way to Champions League. <laughs> I had, he, he was in front of De Bruyne. Uh, he ne- De Bruyne. He, he never Wait, went above. Millwall, you had De Bruyne. <laughs> yep. And on you at you. Uh, he never went past 76 rated. No? Oh my God, this guy. I wonder what? It was unbelievable. What's a polar bear doing in Ireland? Yeah, what is he <laughs> What is so Very sentimental to me them. to see one, one player I've been keeping tabs on for years. I've always liked him. What, just a quick, just a quick offshoot. What, who, what's like the most ridiculous like player club combination you've had in FIFA? Oh, Emre Chan at Reading Cam. Unbelievable. <laughs> before he was big. Before he was big time. I, I scouted him. Because yeah. uh, I just like to offer up. I signed uh, Gavi for Bristol City last <laughs> season. Oh. <laughs> and he, him and Masengo ran the midfield. I've got a good one. Um... Oh, what was it? I think I had Pedri and Andre Gomez as my Barnsley double pivot. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a sauce to Yorkshire. I a love little, little billionaire takeover. Yeah. I love it. Um, I once signed a 57-year-old, 16-year-old what? for a Chelsea career mode. And I think he was Wait, like... A what? A 57, 57 rated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, he played year, years above himself. Yeah, um, He was 57 rated. His name was Charlie Murray. Um, it's always the f- always the worst name for yeah. regen, isn't it? I don't know if he's real or he was just like a John random Smith. regen, <laughs> but I remember he scored four in the Champions League final against PSG for me for Chelsea. He scored four screamers, thirty uh, yeah, yeah in, the, in the final. So Liam, always shout no, out Charlie Murray. I don't know, can't think. No. I know I sent Buffon because um, he was a free tran- like literally for Juventus <laughs> for years. His value was zero, so you could literally whatever you, you club you wanted. Yeah. For, for, for what club? It might have been Forest in the Championship or something. <laughs> just you know, that's not even something. Like to be fair, they've just signed like Kaylor Navas. Yeah, <laughs> huge Julio Cesar. I had Eric Dyer captain of my Plymouth Argyle team. Five disgusting. at the back. Um, playing anyway, so back to, back to Everton. Sorry. Just just quickly. Yeah. Um, staying up or relegated? Up. Let's go around. I don't know. Well, you know, they're up. They're too big to go down. Let's pick a bottom three. Like yeah. yeah so. <laughs> What's interesting is all the bottom, th- well, the majority of the bottom three have either swapped the manager or invested heavily. Yeah, yeah. Wolves won't go down. Wolves are too good. Leicester. Uh, and then you've got Leicester uh, won't go you've down. You've got Leeds. Sorry. You've got like Winston Leeds McKenney won't go now. down. West Ham. Maybe it doesn't change. West Ham. Maybe West Wolves. Ham That's what I'm saying. No, Wolves like, won't go down. Southampton. I I've got a soft spot for Southampton. It's hard. So I want this bottom three. I don't want Southampton to go down, but I actually I, I like their it, core of young players. But I they don't just see don't it changing. Win. I, I can't. I can't see, I don't see it changing. I can't see any of that. Stuff. Has anyone ever seen Southampton win a game? 
I'm convinced they actually have never won a game. They just spawned with like 30 points. Since what? the Pele. When have they won a game? Tell me the last game they won. I saw them beat us when we had Henderson at centre back. It's when Ralph Hassan Hass cried. I was, so, I was fuming. I was so triggered. Why is he crying? Anyway, yeah. Getting on my pit, mate. Um, I don't think it's going to change, no. What, what are you saying? Wolves, Bournemouth? I think Bournemouth go down. Yeah. I think Southampton go down. And I think Everton go down. I don't think Everton go down. I don't think they have enough resources just don't compared see to the other teams above them. I just, I'm, I'm manifesting Everton going down. No, I don't manifesting see Manifesting it. it. Yeah. Bournemouth, Southampton and... It's got to be West Ham from the way you spoke. Nah, West Ham won't go down fucked. either. That's what I mean. I just don't see it changing. There's got to be another team knocking about down there. Wolves, I mean, Leeds, Leicester. You've got Wolves, Leeds. Not even Forest aren't, aren't clear. Forest. Of Forest. Fun. Forest could go... Oh, oh God. Yeah, Forest that's what I mean. 21 points. It's pretty uh, decent going, to be fair. It's weird because there's so many overperformers in this, mm. this league as well. well. You've got Fulham. Leicester as well. You've and you don't see, I don't yeah, see Leicester Fulham and down. Brentford. Yeah, Leicester won't go down. We'll move on. I'll tell you at the end of the board. Um... Next question is from Sophie, who asks, what are your opinions on women's football and how it can become more popular and more mainstream? Mm. I mm. think it's right point. now... It's Something just, we've not covered here, actually. Yeah, I think it comes down to the way it's packaged. Like, I, I feel like, uh, like, for example, for some reason I love Arsenal, I keep talking about them, but like... You do, you've got a weird soft spot for Arsenal, haven't you? But like, they, the women's and men's team almost feel like inter interlinked or at least on the same level and it feels just as important as the other. Um, mm -hmm. It's gone a long way because then more ticket sales come in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you got more young young women going to watch watch mm -hmm. these games. Like Arsenal are doing it really well, but then I look at Liverpool and I think we'd, we'd never really talk about it. I don't feel like it gets a lot. I know they're not Th a great. There's team definitely right some now, teams that have more of a uh, uh, put more importance on their women's mm -hmm. women's side. I know Chelsea's are like I think they're one of the best in Europe. Them and yeah. Barcelona maybe. Yeah. Um, and then Man United's got a good team. I think it just comes down to, again, yeah, advertisement, sponsorship, put, more, sponsorship, put more money into the game. Yeah. The, the, same way, the same way you improve the men's game. You, you Like, say, if you was a club, you invest in the youth, you invest mm -hmm. in facilities, and you just... I know yeah. more leagues for, um, for example, for, like, the men's game. There's a lot, like, yeah, you've got yeah, age yeah, 11, age 12, yeah, yeah, age... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know... Um, in the academy of uh, girls football uh, at a young age, sometimes they have to play against lads older than them to yeah to uh, in, to train them their methods. Oh, okay. So I think if you invested more yeah, at yeah, yeah, youth yeah, academy yeah. level, try and get more girls playing. I think that's when yep. it will work from the bottom, isn't it? And then yeah, that's what it is. And I, th I think it, the the Euros, obviously England winning, is 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 been huge for for the kind of fame and the notoriety of the of the, of the women's game as well. I think what we have to be, I think what, like, I actually think in terms of, to answer the question directly, I actually think in terms of women's football becoming mainstream, I think we're actually at the foot of the mountain right now, mm. as in, or at least, like, I think we're actually starting to see yeah, 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 it yeah, becoming yeah. mainstream in terms of seeing women, in terms of visibility, in terms of representation, in terms of how often now when you're watching a football broadcast yeah, you watch it, say this, it's yeah, women yeah. It, you see women's footballers you're on social media mm -hmm. you're seeing mm -hmm. women's teams you're seeing women's transfers you're seeing mm. people are, there are men and there are women supporting women's teams yeah. yes so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's start in England it's starting to get there but i think what we need to be conscious of and a point that came from the euros um, last summer yeah and you're certainly seeing in England as well so it is actually probably the most professional league in the world 
the Women's Super League. Mm -hmm. And that's why they were saying that England looked levels above every other team in that <coughs> tournament, not necessarily through talent, but through professionalism, through the athleticism yeah, of them, yeah, yeah, the strength yeah. of conditioning, through the tactics, through the, the recovery, through because these, are, these women are pretty much almost there at men's level in terms of their the facilities that they've mm -hmm. got at club yeah, level. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. definitely increased. Other oh. countries around Europe, mm -hmm. in Spain, in France, in, in Italy, that is that is not the case. There's one mm. or two big teams. You've got Lyon, you've got Barcelona. Obviously, they sold out the new camp, Lyon Barcelona, yeah. last yeah, year, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah. incredible. But other countries around the world, there's not the same infrastructures there. Yeah. So I think that's where it's got to be a more Europe-wide thing in terms of the leagues coming, something like the, the Women's Champions League. Mm-hmm coming together and collaborating to make it and again that again comes back to that point that money dribbling down I think more leagues need to be created yeah. lower down but I don't think it's as much of an issue I, I, again I, I don't want to speak too much hmm. but I don't know how much of an issue the lack of support for the women's game is socially in other countries mm -hmm. yeah. if that makes sense yeah. Yeah, like, is it as much of a on the agenda in are they actively trying to improve I, it I don't yeah, know yeah. I don't it's know. a very good yeah. Yeah. I, th I think for me as well I think one thing that I've noticed because obviously every professional women's team play at a different stadium than the men's mm -hmm. I think just like just as an idea if, if, if they could play at the, the stadium um, it's going to entice so many more people to do it because say just say limit, uh, Liverpool women are playing at Anfield and they said like oh like, and you message me saying, oh, do you want to go watch? It's, a, it's just an experience to go to Anfield. Mm -hmm. It is another reason to, to like, because admittedly not everyone's going to sit down and watch, but the same way that not everyone's going to sit down and watch any any football game that they're not particularly interested in or, or got, like, a, a reason to watch it. But whereas if they opened up, like, the men's stadiums, obviously, I don't know how, like, economically it's going to work, but if they open that to, to public and, and, and allow more people to... It's just a case of accessibility, isn't it? I can't yeah. you've, got, you've got to make an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it is. Regardless the same the way what, with what football is. Because yeah. I can't speak for like other teams, but I can speak for United, because I know it's very similar. Their set, the women's setup is very similar to the reserve setup. Okay, yeah. In yeah. that, uh, I think they play at Lee Sports Village. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the minute, but what will happen every? I don't know if it's for a big game or if it's for a cup go game. They'll play at Old Trafford. And I, I think that's, um, that's, that's very but important. But I think for it, yeah. if you could increase it more, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because that was the rumor that um, if United did get a new stadium, they would leave Old Trafford for and have the women. The women's that'd be really cool. Mm. Man. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think. But yeah, the game's in a good. It's going in a good it's direction. In the right there was also England, there was a really nice story just on um, just to sort of bring it up on this topic as well uh, was um, uh, Tigres in Mexico. So they actually, their women's team is like a bit of a cult, has like a real cult following over there. Okay. And they regularly get like 60,000, 70,000 to their games. Hmm. There is That's an article it, yeah. on it, um, I, think on, I think on Versus. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like, they're like you know, you're saying that it's, but it's also something that there's always been a certain amount of demand for women's football. Like there was there's stories about women's games in back in the twenties and the nineteen twenties nineteen thirties getting like eighty thousand ninety thousand people along mm -hmm. to along to specific games, but it's just about how much again commercial how much commercial attention is paid to it. Yeah, like there's going to be special exceptions to the rule everywhere, mm -hmm. but I think now in England you're starting to see that actually there's a proper force behind it. Yeah. No, well, I would, I've got like a little follow-up on that. Just to, I just want to mm. gauge opinion on it. Yeah. Um, gauge away. 
<laughs> please go. How long, or do you think it is possible? I think it. it I think it will be possible um, for a woman coach to come into the men's game. Yeah, I don't think we're too far because away from it at all. Refs and Wrexham here. <laughs> but <laughs> what? A couple of seasons. No a couple of seasons ago. Obviously, I think this is this is nothing uh, representation of fact. I think any club it would have happened. Um, but Casey Stoney was the first women's coach mm. for Manchester United. Did really well and then left. And then she was linked with the Wrexham job. I think okay. it's when Ran, Ran Reynolds came in. I feel like I remember that story. Um, yeah. And she had to come on Twitter to say she wasn't even interested in the job mm. because of the abuse. Of the abuse yeah, but yeah, I think it, it happened. I think any club. And it comes yeah, back to it. And, and, yeah. and social media. Once again, yeah, but yeah. Like as, as it, you know, social media is the best and worst thing mm-hmm. about mm. most things yeah. in, in, in sport at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's such a force for good, but also just like you say, if, if it is... There are people out there that can cause people to not be interested in the job of a lifetime, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's horrible. I mean, the next one off the block in terms of a female coach would be would be Karen Carney. I would, I would assume. Yeah, there's another um, one. Well, the the woman. That um, sorry, uh, and, uh, uh, Emma. Um, Emma Hayes. Emma, Emma Hayes. Yeah. Her commentary mm-hmm. in the World Cup was really was good, fantastic. And, and by the woman that the, the England, the, the woman that the won ju- for the Euros. I think she's from Holland, and she's she like either she who's really successful with either Holland oh, yeah. or someone else. Yeah, yeah. I came there. Uh, yeah. But realistically, I think she was, was the American coach. No, maybe. I have no idea. I, I yes, I think she was the American. She won it with them. Uh, yeah, with America. But I, I really don't think we're that we're far away. Is it uh, Shrink- we have Shrinker or something like that? No, I, I can't know. think. So we have no, women officials. We have women. I mean, everywhere in the Emma game. Emma Hayes is Emma Hayes is currently manager of manager of Chelsea. Chelsea, who are yeah. like pretty much the best side in the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah um, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it could, you know, we're not for, we're not far away at it all. It could be interesting to see if if she was offered a job. Yeah, she You know, once she felt like she'd taken Chelsea as far as she could. Yeah, yeah. What's next? I'll Tom move on. Uh, next question is from Ant Stonelake, who was asked, how much do you miss me? Is that out of 10? It's only been two days, Ant. <laughs> yeah, it has only been two days. No, uh, oh, we miss says, you. We miss in you, all mate. seriousness, what is... <laughs> a bit of Frank Lampard. <laughs> in all seriousness. <laughs> uh, though, yeah. What is the best kit combination in Champions League final history? Absolutely mm. brilliant question. I love Ooh. this question. I love and it. I feel like my answers are boring, but oh, I, I, for some reason, I always remember watching it. It's one of the best games I've ever watched reluctantly it was Chelsea and Bayern Munich in 2012 and I think I always, I've always been a big fan of the red and blue red and blue is just like the classic colour isn't it oh. United yeah. Chelsea in yeah. 2008 in the rain in the pissing rain slippy terrain bastard rain and we won yeah. it so. in the final Terry um, slip <laughs> if I can throw in a little <laughs> rogue one uh, Juventus Real Madrid in 2017 in the, were they in the purple in with the purple with the black and white stripes yes that was a really brilliant Principality wasn't it that one in Wales, in Cardiff, Cardiff. Yeah. all I know was Primisco was balling out, bl- blazing. Where's he the moved? Berlin. He was gonna, no, he's gonna go Berlin, but they couldn't yeah. take him. Yeah, oh, right. seen Everton have been linked with him. Please, God, no! Oh. <laughs> it's going to Championship. To I might have to go to Goodison Park. <laughs> <if that. laughs> Trying to think of some other good ones. Um, um, off the top of my head, Tot- the Tottenham Liverpool was a horrible. That, that was, yeah, yeah, and it was the front. worst Champions League yeah. final. Not just for the result; it was just a horrible, horrible game. game. Um, Chelsea, Man City. I quite like the blue and blue when they do that though. No. I don't know. No. I mean, Obviously yeah. Bayern and Dortmund at Wembley. I was say yeah, that. Classic. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Very nice. Uh, but God. buying kits never really Bayern's home Bayern kits never is just really Bayern. for me personally. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think 
I, I, this is a weird aesthetic I always remember from my childhood. But when Fulham were in the Europa League and they had Juve, I know it's not the final. I know we're off topic, but when when Different competition, Juve had the, like that gold away kit and they were at Fulham oh, and, with the star on it, and it felt so like yeah, yeah, like yeah, Craven yeah, yeah. Cottage looked unreal. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I might, like a fortress. I think I might have the best day set, like the, the best kit combo. Go on. I think I think Ant will like this as well. 2006 Champions League final. Arsenal oh, in their yellow oh, centre back yes. against Barcelona in the sponsorless yes. Nike. I think that Blaugrana. wins. Yeah, that wins. Like that I, wins. I, I think that's and Arsenal were what twelve minutes away from winning. Yeah, the and, League? and for you as well, the picture of Henri walking past the Champions League trophy. It's it's nice. I mean, there's one of Kane now. It as does well, but. Yeah, but we've won a European. Trophy in our history, and they haven't. So, the cup when it's cup, it don't matter about the logistics <laughs> of it. Mate. But yeah, I'd say that Arsenal, Barcelona, I think that wins. two legendary mm. kits, kind of going up against each other. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. Anything to do with Dortmund, I think, is always, always. They won it me. in ninety. <laughs> You're right there, ninety five, I think, Five? with a big old Paul Lambert. I love yeah, that Paul Rick, Lambert going Rick on tour, scoring. Yeah. yeah. What a time. Um, I make it sound like I was there. I wasn't there. I wasn't even alive. <laughs> Keeping uh, Well, Great question, Alan. Good question. Yes. Yeah. Hope we America have, is great, by the way, mate. <laughs> we have one more fan question before mm. we go around the room. It's from Kazfad? Kavzad. Kavzad, sorry. <laughs> he will hate you for that. I'm sorry. I, I, I was trying to read it quickly. Shout out Kavzad. That's my boy. Go listen to his music. Um, oh, he's sick. Okay. He asks, who, in what era was the greatest striker of all time, I think. And h- how are we interpreting this? Are we saying the highest peak of a striker? Yeah. Hmm. And I, I, You know what? There's a bunch of boring answers you can put out because I could easily just say Suarez at Liverpool and then mm-hmm. that's it. I, we've, I've done that every week. So I want to try and maybe <laughs> okay. spice it up a bit. I'm thinking Pavlyuchenko we, uh, at Tottenham Hotspur. Are, oh, are we saying outside of like the top <laughs> 10 day of the season? Uh, like, Do you want to make it interesting? Yeah, I think we can make it. Cause, yeah, no Messi's, my, okay, no Ronaldo's. My answer is Suarez at Liverpool, whatever. What, really? Well, I mean, it's the one that sticks with me, but there's... But are we saying, do you want to go more out there? We could try. Mishu at Swansea. <laughs> uh, I want to go Diego Melito then. <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah. I like the that. Treble winning in the Milan. Mm. Um, God, in. Some of the sure. goals he scored that season. I'm pretty sure he scored My word. a winning goal or at least a goal in either the finals and all the dictating games. The yeah, yeah. Hmm. I've actually made it more That was actually... Myself. I remember yeah, watching no, that TikTok. I think we honest, discussed it before. Yeah, My, yeah. yeah. Gunman Melito. Yeah. Remember, that Suarez at Liverpool is very hard. To, like when he was doing, some yeah. of his, it's the quality of goals as well. Yeah, Sat back. That's close. Harry Kane at Spurs. What are you saying? I was yeah, just going yeah. for God's sake. That's stop close. Scoring. That's <laughs> close to the highest peak I've seen. Like, just like. stop scoring. Um, just I think grow up. Just, just grow. You've scored <laughs> now. Score. It's not it again. Like, in the question, like Torres. He did. Yes, yeah, right. Torres. Torres, in, Torres in, in sort of the 07, 08, 08, 09 season was like big games. I think Delia Smith is in therapy time. over Suarez. <laughs> um, one I mentioned earlier to you guys off, off camera or off, <laughs> off mic. Off mic. camera. <laughs> off yeah. camera. Um, BTS. Is Radamel Falcao. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Radamel Falcao for Atletico Madrid um, when he ripped Chelsea to shreds. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the Europa League final, I changed my answer. I scored him. I saw him. Score sorry, no, in the in the well in the Club World Cup yes. final, scored a hat trick. I think so. Um, yeah. I saw him score live at Camp Nou. Wow. Yeah, he, I mean, he was pretty ridiculous. Against Tottenham under 21. Um, (laughs) I think what I liked about Falcao was Mm. it was kind of like when he was in the Portuguese league as well, it was when the Portuguese league wasn't kind of as, like, Mm -hmm. it's pretty well documented now by the media and stuff. But, like, he 
bit of an alien, wasn't he? Yeah, like he, he was just like this kind of <laughs> who is this guy? Just you just heard these yeah. stories yeah. of Falcao yeah, 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 coming yeah. over from Portugal and like this, you know, this sort of ox like. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like striker just barreling his way. I've never heard that comparison. Yeah, I have to have a look at some comps. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's oh, he's just yeah, you're right. Uh, passion as well. It's passion. 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 Just, oh, it's passion. Falcao, short sleeves, gloves, long hair, element. little goatee, sprinting off, whacking that corner yes. flag. Yes. Love uh, it. In, yes. in Madrid. Uh, check the Instagram, by the way, because Liam was a huge fan of Falcao from yeah. early. Yes, yeah, so please check it out. It's <laughs> it's a, a, it's a, a child, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Pretty good once he got to Old Trafford as well. He was. Yeah, he was very good. good. He scored a great goal against Everton. He scored that goal <laughs> so much. Um, I'll throw in Barcelona, nice. and David Villa, Barcelona, for two that, that were my favourites growing up. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm thinking of, like Torres is obviously another mm. one. Adebayor, weirdly, I think I love Adebayor. I genuinely love. You know, no one talks about him a lot. He's one of my favourite. Oh seven, oh eight. Yeah, the season. Last, they would. The season they should have won it was oh seven, oh eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some uh, of the goals I've he scored. Got, uh, I've got so much love for Adebayor. But like, if, yeah. I mean, boring answer was. Boring answer for me would be. Ronaldo, probably like twenty. Oh, if, if we're counting Messi as well as a striker, then obviously yeah, I guess one goals, but boring answer. Drogba, oh nine ten. Jog with a really good mm-hmm. shout. Mm. Jog with a really good shout. Um, Rooney, kind of Rooney, Rooney in that, that one season as a nine. Oh, yeah. was Rooney in the yeah. green T90 lasers. Yeah, yeah. Has, to like be, has to be there as I'd well. actually say Rooney's probably like one of my favourites yeah? as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Liam, any others? Van Persie. Yeah, good shout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is it weird? Why, like, I don't I mean, think he was ever w- the world's best though. That's no, no, Van Persie. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a tough one. I think it's a great question, but I we think Sierra Brick was great. any of his seasons. Yeah, but we've mm. not said any R nine stories as well, either. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adriano. Adriano was unbelievable. Adriano on Pro Six. Slatan's yeah. Cavani mm. at Napoli as well. I really like. I saw a uh, hat trick of head. Hat trick of head. I saw yeah. that as well. The, the, one like yeah. the long hair, the gloves, the short sleeves, yeah, the passion. He wants to be the passion. The archer. He thinks he's him. Right. So yeah, that's that's all the fan questions. That's good. I've got one range. Quite excited to ask you. Ooh, so yeah. obviously, you know my commitment to the ever-loving Reading FC. Oh, you weren't joking about Reading. <laughs> no, it's actually not a question about Reading. <laughs> okay, but like okay. It, I, I, it's weird because I've always <laughs> seen them as a small club, but like they were in the Premier League after <gasps> breaking the Championship points record yeah. and then finishing eighth in the league. It's good. Like it, it did happen once, but then it got me thinking. Like as a question for you all, what club would you like to see oh. it come into the Premier League? Maybe based more off aesthetics and actual football. That we think would be a good addition to the league. Genuinely, I'd like love to see Millwall. Yeah, there. so I, I want you to pick one club that have been in before you like back, and one club that haven't been in that you'd like to be as a good addition. I'd, I'd love Millwall to be in there. Yeah, it's the closest club to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends are Millwall fans. I've been probably been to the Den more than any other stadium. Um, wow. Yeah. Good. Nice. Nice atmosphere. Oh, that's lovely, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> really good. Warming. Infrastructure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, family club of the year in like two thousand and. 19 or whatever it was. Millwall's a crap away day. That's that's why I think it'd be a good Ooh. Premier League ground. Because, no, but in a crap in the sense that, like... It, hey, it's hey, hey, that's, my, that's my hometown. No, but, like, crap is <laughs> in, it's, like, a not a nice it's place horrible to, yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, um, makes, it makes it difficult for opponents. So, so it'd be good. I, um, I like that. Yeah, someone that has been and would like back. Like Bradford. Yeah. I was thinking Bradford mm-hmm. or, like, Sheffield Wednesday, maybe. Ipswich. Ipswich. Like, there's there's a few clubs. QPR. I'm, I'm just going to say... I like QPR. I like QPR. And I think they're, I, I think they're really like, I think they're quite a like 
modern club as well. Yeah. Um, I really like Cholton as well. Again, I like Cholton. Yeah. I've, I've been to the Valley quite a few times. That's it. That's um, actually quite a nice stadium. Yeah, the Valley's yeah. nice. The Valley's nice. Been in the press box there. It's like another one for me is like Preston, because Preston, oh, they're kind of a they're kind of a big club with a lot of history. They're an old club. Mm, they're an old, they're club. old club. What is it? What is the history? Of F- FA Cup there. Bill Shankly. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Managed. I like it. But they've never been in the Premier League, and they're the, I think they're the biggest team, like biggest city team to not make okay. it to the Premier League as well. I like so Sunderland. I, I like yeah. the Tyneside Derby. Um, I think I go Crew because they put a lot of money in their academy over the years. Well, Crew Alexandra. Yeah, they used to be very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not Wrexham. Not Wrexham. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, I'd like to see Reading back in the Premier League. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> no, but I'm really? not going to go with that. I'll, I'm going to say Millwall for the team that I'd like to come up that haven't mm-hmm. been because they've never been in the Premier League. Yes. Team to come back. Anyone but West Brom at this point. <laughs> Oh, West anyone Brom. but West Brom and Norwich. So, but oh, yeah, I just stop and Watford. Stop. Just let them lock, mm. just play against each other forever. I'll, I'll go. I, I'll tell you either Charlton or Bradford. I like back in the Prem. Bradford, obviously, I'm way off. I've always like. I, I really like the Obafemi Martins and Ziggich for Birmingham. I'd like to see them. Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see them recreate. Blackburn. Blackburn. I like Blackburn. Oh, you know what? Are we just going to name every every every? I'll take Blackburn. I'll take Blackburn. Sporkle quiz here. Yeah. I like Bolton. Name the the ninety two. <laughs> yeah. Ben, what, what about you? So you got Bristol, like one team to come up that haven't been Bristol City. What about a team you'd like back? Uh, yeah, probably Blackburn. It's weird. Like, bring them back. Yeah. I, have, I have a nice association with Blackburn. Just they were kind of a good team, like Rocky Santa Cruz and Pedersen. When, yeah. I, when I started watching football, I'd, yeah, I'd like Hull back as well. Ben Shout out to Ben. Oh no, I want Hull, Hull back. is the worst place no, I've been no, to no. in the UK. Sorry <laughs> for any <laughs> listeners. From Hull's Hull, coming but. back. No, Hull's no, coming no. back. <laughs> back in fashion. Yeah, I like you're getting mauled by the Tigers. <laughs> have you seen that video? Yes, <laughs> I have. Yeah, I like so. Wigan. What about Wigan? Wigan back. I like Wigan. Wigan. Oh, under, under. Sean Maloney. Sean Maloney is the new manager. We love him. We love him. Liam, would you like to say a few words on? Sh- oh, oh, speech, speech Sean speech speech Maloney. I can't. It's oh. too emotional. Sean Maloney. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what two clubs would you, are you going for? It's yeah. got to be Wigan and Wrexham. Wigan and Wrexham. Yeah. Okay. Wigan. Two Ws. Yes. Well, Windows. <laughs> what? What? Windows? Yeah, well, what? What was that? Pick your two then. I said I'd like. Mill and Charlton. Cool. Oh, yeah. I'll go with Charlton then as well. Yeah. Just oh, wait, no. Just copy me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, fuck it. I'll take Charlton. <gasps> oh. <Ooh>. Um, <laughs> anyone else got a question? I've asked mine. Oh, yeah, you do. Ben, please. Ben, have you got one? Take um, your room. Yeah, I just sort of thought of this um, during the podcast. Something that's been Let's go for it. Um, testing my mind over the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, in current form, in current system, in current situation, mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously a very good one. Gabriel Jesus mm. is back in light training, soon to be first team training. Mm-hmm. Does he go straight back in? Because I'm seeing Arsenal fans saying yes. I think I'm saying that he is still their first team striker. Does uh, he usurp Eddie Nketiah? I don't think he should. Yeah. In in, a, in what is going to be a narrow. Title I think he'll race. go in. I don't think away. he should because he's it, he's got the experience of winning the title. I think Arteta will stick with with Jesus. And then Nketiah will understand. I think Nketiah will understand. And there'll be a rotation there. But do you think he should? Uh, uh, if I should. Um, Nketiah no. very I, I good. Should. I don't think he should. Go- he's g- I, th- I don't know with Eddie. It's, it's, it's <laughs> right. Eddie. Good mate of mine. Me and Edward. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, if I can offer my... Go on. Of the yeah. reason that what I think about it is one of the, one of the big things in winning, a t- in winning titles that I always think about is like 
taking hold of momentum mm-hmm. and being able to ride waves and like use people's form and use energy. Yeah, and yeah, use yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. And I think if you bring Jesus back in straight away from the start, hmm. which I feel like Arteta could be tempted to do in a big game, let's say he was back ready for, you know, I don't know City's if he's coming up, but yeah, like mm, something mm, like yeah. that. I think that could, first of all, knock Nketiah's confidence and take him down. That's what I was going to say, and the rest of the club as well. At the minute. And secondly, start to build a little bit of animosity from the fans towards mm. Jesus. Mm. Right. If he goes and turns up, a, you know, turns out a stinker, misses chances. Mm. I think you've got to use Nketiah at the minute and use what the confidence he's playing with. I yeah. think so. I what agree. I would say as well, um, as well as Nketiah is playing, he misses a lot of chances as well. He's also got a better conversion rate than Jesus, though. Well, I think Jesus, Jesus brings more. He, Jesus is a very, very good player, and he's very well-rounded. I think Nketiah brings a lot off the ball. Yeah, he does, like, he does, he does. Outside the penalty area, though, as well. He it's does. so nice to see the way he developed, because there was that mm. kind of uncertain period whether yeah. he would be able to break through the same way he did. At, um, and then they gave him the well, 14. He's, 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 always, yeah. like, he's always scored goals when he's played. Like, like, he's one of those stuff, that's always yeah. sort of coming as a cup striker yeah, against yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Cheltenham in the League Cup. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'll score two. And it's like, he's always been there. He's always scored goals. I think he's developed his game so well. Yeah, 100%. I think he's got leadership qualities as well, so he stands out. The number one thing you need in football. He does. He has leadership qualities. I just think it'll be inevitable that um, Jesus comes back in. It'll be interesting to see how Arteta, because it'll realistically be one of, um, this season, it'll be one of his biggest kind of like Hmm. off-pitch kind of decisions to make. Mm -hmm. Well, like with with Eddie, like in the, um, (laughs) sorry. With (laughs) Nketiah, shut up. In the Arsenal or nothing documentary, well, like, re- him and when he done the thing with, with Sambi. Have you seen the thing with Sambi Lokonga? Where like, really good. He's looking a bit upset. So Eddie's like, "What's what's wrong?" Like, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not playing. I'm like, upset." And he's like, loads of Arsenal he's like, "What the fuck do you mean you're not playing? Like, you yeah. know, you got to yeah, work yeah, hard." He's gone alone now. He's Palace. What? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And look at him now. Yeah. He's is, is that the basis of what you've decided? Just, oh, they stand out now. They stand out to me. I remember that. I was like, "That's that's the guy." Put me arm round him. Yeah, arm round. And like, Ketty has developed a very good point. For any, uh, for any of you listeners that don't know, Tom, Tom Morgan has a uh, leadership fetish. He does. Sort of, of, uh, of do not fetishise my <laughs> appreciation. <laughs> documentary was a sports version of Towie. They've gone like, look on, just say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Eddie, yeah. you just come in. It was no. just come and say no, this. No, it was not orchestrated. Yeah, no, definitely But to, to be that, at that age and kind of stand up in a group, at, like six <laughs> or seven age. people sat around a table and call someone out. He's older than you, bro. Yeah, talk about like 30-year-old sat at the table and he's called someone out. No, Lukonga. Twenty-one. <laughs> is, he even, is he even twenty-one? Yes. Maybe if you watch more football, you'd know. I oh, know. I need to watch these documentaries. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm leaving. I'm done. Comes up with a rage at the bottom. <laughs> <It's a title laughs> oh, have you got a question, Jordan? Have you got something to contribute? Um. <coughs> here's a question. That Cedric Suarez was just. Oh, what a the way he leaves the ball. Yeah. <laughs> he cleans the dress room after every yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you never clean anything in your life. Socks. The Japan fans, class. <laughs> class, yeah. Proper football fan. Um, uh, just a quick one. Um, <laughs> what is what is the worst case or, or most damaging case of a player being misprofiled in football? Uh, I think there's question. an obvious. I don't. The I'm person I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Paul Pogba. Thank you. I don't want to hear Pogba. I don't want to hear Deli Ali. Okay. I want to say Deli Ali. I want to say Deli Ali. This really isn't my profile. Doesn't have yeah, to be too intense. Just a case of where someone so so like Pogba at Juve was very much what we're seeing now. This trend of like advanced goal scoring eights playing across like a midfield three, three at the back, and whatever. 
he got a lot of goals and kind of came to United and got stuck in like a, a weird he played double at, honestly and then played left him, wing and then he played the majority like the majority yeah, of his games yeah, yeah. as an eight yeah that's yeah. how he played for us this is a tough one because I'm not sure there's like any glaring Pog- Pogba, other Pogba is, is kind of the kind of like I hate it <laughs> yeah, I really hate it, it. it it's the one because um, we literally I don't know how many chances we gave him in different opportunities we'd say you can play this role or you can have a free role. You can be captain. You can play left wing. You can play in goal if you like. His attitude stank. <laughs> I think the most obvious answer for this is Joe Linton. <laughs> no, no. I said that's the best world. case of misprofiling. Because but how on earth did anyone think that, yeah, this guy's a striker? It's just I, you know, I, absurd. I saw, I saw his Hoffenheim. Because you know why? Because he really wasn't good. No, he like played in the Bundesliga. Like he's, listen, Bundesliga, yeah. yeah. He's a very good centre midfielder. He's the, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's how does someone... How, how can Steve Bruce not pick up on that? Oh, I've, 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 I've <laughs> Steve Bruce. You know, Steve Bruce. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, go on. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, just... Um, one that's frustrated me has been Foden, how Foden's oh, been dealt with yeah. for the last couple yeah, of seasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's strange because I never thought... I would be saying that about probably the best tactical manager on the well ever or on the planet yeah. right now, um, and I I just I don't see how Foden's strengths con like how how they conflate with playing on the left wing as a touchline mm-hmm. winger mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Uh, not not even a touchline winger but a byline winger just yeah. basically. And and similar has happened with Grealish and you're now seeing that he's starting to succeed. Same with Mahrez as well. Central. Yeah. Well, being the, giving them the license room, but but Foden, like you have literally England's best talent in twenty years, yeah, sitting right there in front of you, and I, I I don't know whether it's because he doesn't feel he can fit him in with De Bruyne and with Bernardo Silva and with with Gundogan in those sort of final third central areas, but like like Foden's played false nine to an unbelievable level, so so good. He's played as an eight to an unbelievable so, level, so so good. Like he mm. he. he I don't know why you wouldn't. I'd almost. I'd rather have De Bruyne wider. Because and but that's the thing. Like utilize his strength yeah, 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 crossing yeah. from wide. Yeah. Than than Foden because Foden you want dribbling at people. You want bursting through tight spaces and playing final pa- the, the, the final pass and he's mm-hmm. such a goal mm-hmm. threat. So I don't know. Foden's frustrate frustrating me, but yeah. not it's not his fault. Uh, on the other side of Manchester, let's say Blaise as well, uh, Rashford. Mm. Miles better as like this inside forward on the left mm. than like a number nine. Um, Stick again, Mourinho got proved right again. Yeah. Said so Rashford isn't a striker. He He's best as an inside forward. He's very, very good at an Everyone inside forward. Him. He's very, very good at it. I mean, Deli Alli's obviously very <sighs> relevant. I like, I mean, as a second striker. Let's not do it. Let's just not do it. But then is that his fault? Or is it. Listen, we could be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just. Deli Ali was misprofiled. All right. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Well, I think that wraps up the questions. Yeah. Um, I think we've had some very healthy, strong conversations. Yes, on definitely. Topic, so thank you for definitely, that. Yeah, yeah. Balance, yeah. I have set up a Who Am I? Ooh. And I'm going to pre-warn you all. Oh dear. One of these players, I reckon, is the most difficult player we've had so far on the Who Am I? Difficult yeah. player or difficult clues? Difficult player, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I won't say any more. Dun, 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 dun. Should we get started? Who's winning this, by the way? I think I'm up there. I think you might be winning. I know I'm not. That's all I know. I, I think I'm I, I, I just, I lost count. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll just take it. I pulled a few early ones out the bag. I'll say that. All right, Jordan, I'm not having you. Just I'll just take declare yourself. Yeah, as the I, reckon, I reckon that's probably. probably I think probably it's myth. I'll do some research I think it is over actually. the weekend. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. We'll listen to it all. Um, yeah, but let's go for it. Let's go. Okay. I was born on the 23rd of May, 1997. Okay. In Chelsea. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> I wear number 23 for my club. Bosh. Callum Hudson Odoi. It's not Callum Hudson Odoi. Um, my parents were both Ukrainian. They say number 23. Yeah. Parents were both Ukrainian. Okay. I play in the Premier League. Hmm. Don't know. Not just me thinking. I've only scored one goal for my club. One goal. Play in the Prem. I don't play in red, blue, or white. Nope. What was that? You don't play. Don't play in red, blue, or white. I think that's a pretty good clue, actually. How do you play? Um, I played futsal for three years. Bosch, Max Kilman. It is. Maximilian, Max William Kilman. Do you know that's the hardest so far? No, no, that's oh, not the one. Say. Is that the easy one? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the foot, the futsal was, was... Yeah, I didn't want to give that away yeah. too early. Uh, moving on. And so if you want to read anything on futsal, we have a resident futsal reporter sitting <laughs> over at the desk. Right Don't embarrass <laughs> Uh, so, second player. I was born on the 25th of September, 1983. Does the accent have anything to do with the door? No, I don't know why I did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I started my career at Workington Reds. That was not a good clue. That was not very helpful, I think. Um, I played for Reading before. Oh, of course you did. And I retired in 2021. 2021. I resided mostly in the championship. I had a few decent <sighs> spells in the Premier League. The club I was most notably known to play for is where I scored 54 goals. Ooh, fucking in 118 games. Decent. Is that a championship club or Prem? Or you're not going to uh, they're a Premier League team. Okay. Premier League team. The uh is a bit of a clue, I'd say. Okay. The what? They were they were in the cha- his best spell was in the championship with this club, they're now in the Premier League. He also played with them in the Premier League. However, during that period he went to Crystal Palace as well. Oh, uh Bosch. Glenn Murray. It is Glenn Murray. Nice. <laughs> nice good one. Good shot, good shot, good shot. Good player. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize I was he, he, he almost he gave me the happiest. Uh, it, without saying, I mean, sound euphemistic. <laughs> he gave me the happiest two minutes of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Scored against Man City um, on the final day of the season in 2018-19. Oh, okay. And then Aguero just slapped back. We were top of the table for literally like 45 seconds, and Aguero just smacked back literally like. Forty-five seconds later, and it was just—it was, it was over. Love that. I'm intrigued to And you said this is the hardest this one. Hardest I think this is had. very difficult. Bear in mind, didn't we have like Oscar Cardozo last week? Or okay, Cardozo. yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see. We'll see how we get on. Um, I was born on the 19th of July, 1981, in Brazil. 
my no most notable spell was with PSG. I also played for Monaco and West Ham. <laughs> uh, what else can I say? Brazilian played for West Ham. Just because he was born in Brazil, though, I don't mean he played for them. I scored um, 48 goals for PSG in my three-year stint there. See, was he Brazilian? He didn't go to West I don't Ham, think he was Brazilian. I think he was French, the one I'm thinking of. They were a player, but I, he didn't go West Ham. Because hmm. I don't... Well, I'm thinking Who of is it? No, no, I'm not going to guess. He was French, who I'm thinking of. Just oh. a, a guess. No, I guess. guess. Even though I'm 41, I am still playing. Can I, could you read the clubs out again? Uh, so, most notably, he played for PSG. It's probably his peak. We also had a spell at Monaco and played for West Ham. Oh, I think I... Bosch. Yeah. Ricardo Vazte. It's not Ricardo oh, Vazte. It's, it's good. It's good guess. I won the league with PSG as well. And I was a key player in winning the league with PSG. I can't think of Brazilians. Did, did he play for Brazil as well? He never got a cap oh. for Brazil. But was he, yeah, is but he was Brazilian? He, Brazilian? he is Brazilian, yeah. Okay. There's no cool twist there. Oh, PSG. And he's still playing? Yeah, at 41, he plays for Vasco da Gama. <laughs> no, he didn't play for West Ham. Fuck. I was a winger. Yeah. Or attacking midfielder. Winger. I don't think he was Brazilian. I don't think he's that old either. I was chosen as the league's best foreign player in 2010 in Ligue 1 when he was just still at Monaco before he signed for PSG. In what year? 2010. The best foreign player in Ligue 1. Didn't know that was a thing, but there we are. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> I think he's he played for West Ham, but he's a winger. His name wasn't a winger. In 2012, he finished second top goal scorer. In Ligue 1, is it still? In what year was that? And it was the first time, well, uh, first time in a while PSG qualified for the Champions League as well. So he was a key player in the first kind of early stages of PSG. <sighs> I'll name you all. Do you want me to just name you all the clubs? Can I ask for another? All right, go on. Go on you can ask if you want. Did yeah. he play for Lazio? No. All right. Cool. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he's huh? No, he's, oh, I don't. He started his career at Paul Easter, went on loan, played at Paramera, Santos, it was at Mallorca, Alaves, Celta Vigo, Monaco, Espanyol, PSG, Algarafa, West Ham on loan for three months. Eight games, oh. no goals. Uh, then went to Vasco da Gama, Sao Paulo, Fluminense, back to Vasco da Gama. That's some career. And he's played a lot of games. And he's still playing now. Forty-one, still I going. Don't think he's, did he play? He didn't play. I don't for them. think. think Two thousand and twelve PSG. <laughs> he had. He's apparently he's mostly known for his crossing and dribbling ability, but also being a free kick specialist. <laughs> I've got a player, but he didn't play for West Ham. I want to go on. I'll let you back in. No, 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 no. That no. means I come back in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ah. No, no, no. Did he play? He didn't play for West Ham, man. 112 games for PSG, 48 goals. Can I, ask, can I ask what year he played for West Ham? Is it? 2015. See, I've got a player. I think he's French, though, not Brazilian. You might as well guess. Uh, Bosch, Nene. That's it is I Nene. Oh! That's who I was thinking of. I didn't know he went... <laughs> yes! I, had that I didn't know he on. went West Ham. Yeah, I had Nene from but the I PSG. But I thought he was French. I was told if he was French or Brazilian. I didn't know Nene. Look at that. Stolen it. That's the guy I knew. I didn't know he went to West Ham, though. Yeah, on loan for like... 
I only remember that because I played like uh, he was a big online friendlies with West Ham for a he, little bit. Uh, he had <laughs> Nene on FIFA 12, by yeah, the way. That's why I went Unreal. for it. <gasps> Culture player. Yeah, that was brilliant, guys. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Nice it was one. good. Yeah. Where did you? What sort of? I did literally you? did it as we got in today. Like sat down. So uh, Nene, man. Yeah. Wow. That's what Who Am I is all about. That is the. That I didn't is the think essence he played for West Ham, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah crazy. Yeah. Bomb. And I was thinking. Then I started thinking about Wagner Love, Hernandez. When I, I had Luis Adriano. I had Luis Adriano in my head. Did Luis Adriano play for West Ham? I've made that up. No. I thought he did. I thought he was in the Premier League for did a bit. Wagner Love. Oh, play I got to cut. No, that's that's where. And then I thought. I feel like Hernandez played for West Ham for a bit. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, you are right. You Did are he? Right, yeah. But that's why I asked about the Lazio link. Mm. No, no, that man could strike a ball. That man could strike a ball. <laughs> Luis Adriano never went to West Ham. That like a fever dream. I thought he maybe, did well. Yeah, maybe, yeah. West Ham with well, some random players. Should we, uh, should we leave it there? for? What an episode, lads. Yes, thank you, everyone, for your questions. Of lovely course. week. Um, well, it's, been a, it's been a good podcast today. Yes. Mm. Thank you as ever for your questions. Um, and we will see you probably next Thursday. I'll never forget, ladies and gentlemen, that's football. <laughs> oh, no.